Okay, Kate, we have something very important to tell the listeners, and it's that you finally finished The Sopranos, so maybe I'll stop talking about it. Oh, no. My journey has ended. It was a little anticlimactic, I'm going to say it, but I think most people felt that way at the end, so... Although one of my friends, shout out my friend Christine, who's been supporting me through The Sopranos, when I told her I finished, she goes, she's a younger sister named Kayla, and she goes, yeah, the only person I know in the entire world who actually liked the ending was my sister, and I told her she was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I hope, you know, as you make references, Tony Soprano can slowly leave your life. Yeah, I'm gonna have to finish all my gabagool, and, uh, what are they eating? Mozzarella and other stuff. Well, and you had um, you had dad over for some Italian. Yeah, I did. We had pasta. We had chicken perm, and I made oh, some burb. some fancy toast with uh, ricotta and Ooh. tomatoes and stuff. And he ate them. And he came over saying he wasn't. And then that yeah. Irish Italian blood that doesn't exist. <laughs> Had a nibble on that ricotta. (laughs) It changed quickly. And then there was also ice cream. I didn't even have ice cream, but he dove right in, him and Mary. So I was on wine duty, which meant I drank a lot of wine by myself. (laughs) So that's you did your duty. You did your duty. I was being a great host. Sisters, sisters who seen it. We are the sisters, sisters who seen it. Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, shooby dooby doo what? Sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello. Hello there. Are you cool, man? What do you mean? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That guy is so funny. Okay. Light up a joint, folks, because I hope you're ready to puff, puff, pass. Yeah, it's going to be a slow ride. Take it easy. Just kidding. It can't be too slow because Bridget has a pizza cooking. (laughs) (laughs) That's very, very true. We're going to need some bell bottoms. We're going to need some long hair with braids for men and women. Mm. We're going to need some old school young Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Kate, should we introduce ourselves? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Well, listeners, we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And... Oh, there's so many lines. <laughs> I just wanted everyone that smoked as much pot as this movie to feel how everyone's brain was in this movie, which was that's delayed how I just reacted right there. So, yeah, that's a, that's a hashtag slow ride right there, everybody. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but they're literally, like, rewatching this movie, I was like, yo, there's a lot of funny lines in here. Oh. Oh, a ton. We'll go through them. But what's our movie this week, Bridge? The 1993 hit Dazed and Confused. 1993. It's the best year for movies, everyone. Don't get it twisted. Okay. But don't get confused because the entire movie is in the 70s. Do we know the exact year? Because I 1976 wasn't... because oh. they talked about July 4th, uh-huh. 1776 uh-huh. celebration. And, you know... You get like a one of the teachers went on like a liberal speech. Oh about my god, it. that lady's <laughs> amazing! I want to hang out with her. She, I, I have one of her quotes I wrote down because she's oh, so funny. Man. Yeah, Kate, I think you could take this synopsis. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> take, take an inhale. No, nope, it's cool. <laughs> Blow it out, man. Metaphorical inhale. Uh, Be cool. You cool, man. You cool, oh, man. man. All right, I'm really gonna try my darndest to actually summarize. All right. Okay. So this is a movie about children. We've got mainly high school children. Most of the characters are going to be seniors next year. So it's 
the end of a school year. So right now they're juniors and then they're going to be seniors. And then we also have some characters who are, they're kind of middle schoolers. They're in eighth grade and they are going to be freshmen. Okay. So that, so technically they're kind of all high schoolers all the end of the school year, whatever. So really what we're seeing is the dynamic between a lot of these people and their relationships, their friendships, whatever. The main guy I would say is the guy whose name is Randy Floyd. Do you know what his nickname was? His nickname was Pink because of Pink Floyd and that was pretty funny and I like that. We love a good nickname. So he's kind of the main character and he is like, I was on the football team and I'm going to be the starting quarterback next year. But he also is like, yo, I like to also smoke pot in the alleyway with this stoner guy. (laughs) And then he also is like, yo, I also like to hang out with those nerds over there who literally talk about the weirdest stuff in the world, but they're cool too. So yeah. And yeah, so we kind of get to see a lot of that, but it starts off really setting you up to be like, it's the end of the school year. You know, everybody's kind of getting hype. We're all getting hyped. We're going to celebrate the end of the school year. And there's all these like traditions that are, uh, they're hazing. I, there's yeah. no other way to put it. Y'all. They're blazing so, and hazing. They're definitely blazing and hazing <laughs> and doing many other things that, oh. wow. So there's kind of hazing that's happening to the incoming freshman boys where they are getting, I can't even say, getting paddled, <laughs> Lord Almighty. And I think Ooh. a drinking game for this movie should be take a sip every time someone's butt gets spanked because <laughs> you'd be feeling pretty good within the first like 20 minutes. I'm just saying. It had some frat initiation vibes that I uh. never knew existed in high school. I thought that was a college thing. We're going to have to talk about that because yeah. I have many questions on the logistics. Who's planning it? Number one. Um, <laughs> how are we all getting the paddles? There's a lot of questions I have. So we're going to come back to that. So that's happening to the boys and to the girls. They're kind of just getting like yelled at a lot and having gross stuff thrown on them. And then they're getting humiliated. You know, it's fine for women because it's America and everything sucks for us. So, <laughs> mm, so that's that. But throughout all of this, one of the incoming freshman girls start to like connect with one of the gonna be seniors and then she's like I'm gonna go hang out with them cool and then you have one of the incoming freshman boys who then gets connected with the main guy Randy and then he starts hanging out with them so really like the whole rest of the movie is okay there's gonna be this big party but then the party gets busted by the parents so then they're like we're just gonna all hang out and do what crazy kids do we're all getting drunk and high in the 70s and hanging out and then eventually there is a party although I will say I think what makes this movie hold up is there is some kind of like underlying philosophical dialogue going on. There's somewhat of a theme, in my opinion, that I think they're trying to portray. I don't know if it's about that piece of paper. Are you going to sign it, Kate? Yeah. So that piece of paper. So the coaches are like, yo, 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 you're all pothead drunkies and you're going to have to sign this paper to be like, you won't do that. But like, they're still going to do that. So like, I don't get it. One of the lines was, what's next? They're going to drug test us? (laughs) I was like, let me tell you, fast forward, you're going to get drug tested for everything. Yo, I got drug tested in high school once. Oh, really? It was random because it was like, if you were an athlete, you got randomly drug tested. And when I walked back in the class, I like raised my arms and I was like, I passed. Oh my God. (laughs) I feel like you're like a wholesome person to get asked for that. It was random. It could be anybody. So anyway, (laughs) these guys would not pass. Let's just say that. And so that's kind of an underlying theme. But the movie is, I think it's really funny. It's obviously a period piece. So you get to kind of see, you get, and the soundtrack is like, it just brings you there, man. I mean, I think I have all these songs on my Spotify already, like before watching this again, because of this movie. And yeah, there's a lot of good lines. And there's a lot of famous people that we get to see. We got Matthew McConaughey. We got Ben Affleck being a roid rager (laughs) should be arrested with Chuck from Footloose because I'm afraid. I was going to throw out some Cobra Kai too. Uh, Yeah. Oh man. Because like, yo, he should go join that karate sensei (laughs) studio because he might, he might do okay there. I don't know. But that's what I got. That's that's short, right? Very short. And I would say the only thing I'd add to it is there was a lot of driving. Like I felt like that was a theme where it's like kids got nothing going on. So they're just kind of driving around looking for a good time. And there's like a little stink of boredom. 
yeah. in the reality of being a teenager, which made me think of my teenage yeah, years. I thought of mine too. I was like, oh man, we used to drive around and like do yeah. stupid, stupid stuff. And just like how boring it was. Mm. But this honestly is very fascinating to watch now because I think we are in a little bit of like a 70s revolution mm. in terms of like free thinking and challenging the status quo and it just is funny how kind of Moe's always has a really great line history doesn't repeat itself but it does rhyme oh that's cute he should and put that on a t-shirt <laughs> we should well, I, well Matthew McConaughey alright 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 history right. doesn't um, but it, didn't you like hear some of their philosophical conversations oh man it was all over or like if these are the best years of my life somebody shoot me yeah. like just this you know just perspective which mm-hmm. I think kind of resonates a little bit now. Yeah. So I have one line from my first line, which is lots of pot and men in overalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the overalls. It hurt me to see. I was like, I don't think that was a fashion trend. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure what I, maybe it was laundry day for that character. I'm not really entirely <laughs> sure what we're trying to say here, but thank God he doesn't wear that on movie. Cause I'm worried about him. Well, to me, they introduced the piece of paper in terms of like what to sign that the football coach needs yeah. somewhat quickly as we're meeting them on their last day of school, right? Like, doesn't well, that make you think that's like part of the plot? Yes. And the okay. one thing I do want to point out that I think is important, even though it's like quick and subtle, is the main character, and I didn't even like point this out, he has a girlfriend that he <sighs> literally never hangs out with the entire movie, which, you know, I think is again another underlying whatever. She's like, hey, are we going to hang out? And he's like, no, nah, I'm be busy and she's like okay great bye and you're like what why the flip are you guys dating nobody knows nobody knows the answers and then we do see the drug testing pretty quick he says hi to like the nerd friends and then there's a weird scene where one of the nerds named tony not tony soprano everyone don't worry (laughs) don't panic tony talks about how he had a weird sex dream where he was having sex with an abraham lincoln lady and (laughs) i i couldn't figure out where we're going with that one so i'm not really sure didn't go anywhere. That didn't go anywhere. It was about an extra minute of film. So, you know, but we get the drug testing because one of his friends is like, oh, hey, coach gave this to me. Let's give it to you. And I was like, why didn't the coach just give it to you himself? This coach sounds like doesn't want to talk to you. And like, this is stupid. And I hate it. And it was dumb. One of the lines was, they're suppressing the youth. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else goes, I think they're afraid of us having a good time. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're straight up smoking pot in school. Yeah, they carefree. are. Carefree. I don't know. I don't know what is normal in the 70s, but it doesn't become normal in the future, so like... No. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really understand because they made it out to be like, it's not just about drugs. It's like, you're not going to do anything that you shouldn't. And I'm like, but that's like most things for these children. So I don't really understand like what the point is because clearly they've already been doing all this stuff. And like, I don't know, I guess they still played well enough that you want them on the team again. So what are we doing? Mm. But I think that was part of the point of it, I guess. This is like the Cherie Carey conversation about the Olympics. Number one runner. And I get the whole pot thing is like a whole other thing because whatever she got drug tested or whatever but like she's still right. beating people so it yep. doesn't really hurt your performance right. and I'm with you yeah in the same scene when you go to a wood shop uh, <laughs> picture of them making the scary evil paddle that they're gonna like hit boys butts with they're also making a bong straight up bong yep what do you do as a wood shop teacher I- <laughs> like no nobody cares nobody I cares this I think I only saw two teachers and one one was the cool lady that we'll talk more about and the other was the middle school teacher who was like really intense and laughed at the children being afraid. So I don't know where the teachers were or what was going on but it just seemed like a weird setup and I have to ask you as well if you think back to high school did you go to school with anyone that reminded you of that character Slater who was the main stoner guy because definitely. I went to high school with that guy. Definitely. And I think he was like kind of in my friend group for a while and I reflectively (laughs) am confused about it and I don't know what's happening. Well, did you get good weed off of them? Uh, not me, but I'm sure other people (laughs) did. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was like his sole role was like yeah. get the weed pass the weed roll the well, weed and then he's the one who's giving like advice about the bong he's like oh man you're getting air in here man you gotta fix this part man get some gum in there man <laughs> honestly it was like they said okay we have an avatar that we need to make a pothead and they're like hair first make it long all right <laughs> Now put on a backwards, like, like grandpa hat. What are those called? Oh Oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, put a t-shirt, but make sure it's stretched out and like has like (laughs) weed on the front. You're like, okay. (laughs) Like literally if his line the entire time was groovy, I'd be like, I believe this. This works still. I love the part. It's later in the movie where he's like, check you later. And then one guy's like, check you later. Check you later. He's making fun of him. He goes, why are you going to be so dorky, man? Check you later. <laughs> I wanted to be like, dude, he's like a pothead. That's what they are. Oh. When you are sober, you realize that's how they are. So well, anyway. Okay, as we get introduced, because we're slowly seeing these paddles being made and the oh, hazing no. ritual is about to begin. The slaughter of the youths is coming Who soon. comes in from one of our old podcast episodes? But Connie Conehead. Oh, Connie <laughs> Conehead. Yeah, she does not have a conehead. She's got some bangs, though. Ooh. She covered up that cone head with the bangs which is played by michelle burke okay and she says hey listen i know my little brother is gonna be a freshman rookie mistake can you take it easy on him and they all were like smiling and that just made them want to kill him honestly though like what the all right like what (laughs) why are you don't say anything these people are crazy crazy you know that one guy like literally wanted to kill someone so i'm afraid i don't know why you think that's like gonna make things better okay besides the whole like hazing and physically beating the crap out of everyone and people thinking this is okay because they're children what i don't understand is i'm in high school and it's the last day of school i am gone yeah i am not oh yeah creating a ritual that's what i didn't understand about this movie is it the first day of school and the freshmen are there and then like everyone's all together they had to do so much work that they drove to the junior high yes do you have like a map is there like is mikey leading from the goonies on how to do this adventure because this is so much effort for high schoolers i'd never do that this is a production this is an ocean's 11 heist (laughs) all right we have a plan we have players in place we've got you know stations we gotta be at they had to figure out who was actually an incoming freshman because that's what I did not understand. I was like, I, I know. never know anyone's age. I would assume all the children are the same age, so I would be beating up like a sixth grader and then I get like <laughs> arrested or something stupid. Well, and what are they getting? Are they going to the junior high, getting a yearbook, going through the <laughs> registration list, deciding, and then looking at a, a cross-reference of a picture? This is the 70s. There's no Facebook, okay? Like, I don't understand how the logistics of this. And then, to make it worse, we add on the scariest character ever who I thought was Ben Affleck. It is Ben Affleck. Who, let me get this straight. You flunked out of your senior year, so you're doing senior year again, so you're more angry. So you had to do this twice. You had to do this registration process twice. It's terrifying. I think what's funny about that subplot too is like, this is the last day of school. So homeboy, legit, probably same day found out, yo sucker, you failed and you have to do everything again. And he just got through that grief real quick. And I think he was honestly kind of happy about it because he, to me, is like a budding Matthew McConaughey character where like, yep. you're going to kind of be stuck. Like you peaked, yep. you know, and now yep. you don't want to, you don't want to go down. So you're just going to kind of keep trying to ride that horse as sad as it is. And wow, um, he's a lot. It's really hard for me not to make a JLo joke about like going back <laughs> to the same year, going back to the same woman. But, 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 but. He, as like a young actor, was terrifying. Yes. And what he played so well is that he was part of the crew. Right. But because they were afraid of him. But the scene where he, you know, gets humiliated, the crew's like, yeah, we always hated you. And it was really kind of like high school smooth, right? Mm. Like, people are best friends and then they hate you the next. And then, like, you're in the clique, you're out of the clique. And he was just such a good side character to all of this. Yeah. And it was good that they had 
had someone like that because it helped, obviously, with the, like, the, the then revenge plotline with the little guys. Oh my god. Who are the little freshman children. So these seniors, or soon to be seniors, cut class. So, bye. See you later, bye. Drive to the middle school. They install a, like, speaker megaphone <laughs> system. So again, this is the Ocean's Eleven part coming through. Aisle 7, clean up on aisle 7. <laughs> they had a electronics guy. They had a <laughs> voice guy. They had a driver. There's a lot of, there's a lot of players. And they make an announcement, basically being like, yo, if you guys come out, then we'll all still paddle you, but like, it'll be better than if you try to escape. And then they call out Connie's brother, whose name is Mitch. And they're like, Mitch! Oh, Mitch, we're gonna get you, Mitch! And then, okay, what's one thing you noticed about Mitch's character throughout the movie? Ooh, I don't know, actually. Because okay. there's a lot. He's kind of his own, like, unique person. What do you so mean? This would be added to my made-up drinking game for this movie, is to drink every time Mitch makes a weird scrunched up face oh, yes. because okay, okay, that okay. was his that was this actor's mm-hmm. go-to. He'd be like, oh man. Like, I felt like he should have been making that noise the whole time, but he wasn't. So, yep, that's Mitch. Yeah, he, like, sucked on a lemon, and he's like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But basically, can you imagine you're a junior high teacher who, by the way, that guy's name was Mr. Payne. Okay, then, I can see it now, because he did not help. And so the kids Mm. come up to you and say, Mr. Payne, it's the last day of school, and uh, the serial killer Ben Affleck's outside and he's gonna whip us to death. Could, could, could we get out early? And then he goes into an entire oh my God. monologue about yeah. the war and how uh. he had to leave people at the war and laughs in their face and then they just go back down to their seats and I thought, well, this doesn't hold up anymore. <laughs> and I thought, is this guy secretly Lieutenant Dan in disguise <laughs> because something's happening? Because like, what? That is so weird. I don't understand. Yep, yep. Yeah, so they don't get to leave early and then basically you see kind of the end of the day and this is also where we kind of jump back to the high school and you see the really cool teacher and we only see this teacher because Randy is like oh I gotta make an appearance in my last class I guess I don't know like do you and then his friend hits on the teacher and the teacher is super cool and basically like you know she non-verbally calls him a scrub and then she proceeds to say this line in class she goes the 68th Democratic Convention is probably the most right. time of my life <laughs> and I was oh like, I want to be in this class. This is great. And then she makes a comment about like, hey, when you're all celebrating your 4th of July centennial brouhaha, just remember what it's all about. A bunch of white guys didn't want to pay their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, yeah, wait, is this 2021? What yeah. year is this? <laughs> Why is this still relevant? This is, this God is, damn it. God damn it. The patriarchy is dead. No. Okay, so quick pause for the director slash writer slash creator, yeah. Richard Linklitter, who I did not realize this, Kate, but he did School of Rock. <laughs> You're not hardcore. <laughs> really hardcore. Oh, that makes so uh, much sense now. The good music. The good yes, music. Yes, the music. And wow. he did um, Boyhood. But when you read about him, he's kind of got this like anti-establishment personality. Because mm, the man <laughs> is going to get you down. Miss yeah. Mullins, she's the man. Yeah, I can see it. I can so see it. So I feel like he's sprinkled in a little bit of like, his kind of personality. Yeah. And it works. It works really well because it's the 70s and you have literally the opposite. You have a teacher like that right. talking about you know, these white rich men don't want to pay taxes <laughs> and then you have the football coach that's like, drugs are bad but you guys have been playing amazing but I need my starting quarterback to sign this paper so I run your life. You know, it's like, and all of them basically got to do whatever they wanted. I mean, they're smoking pot everywhere, yeah. drinking and driving right. and beating the oh. shit out of little kids. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. It's great. Keep, no, keep no up, r- ripping mailboxes to shreds, and yet they're like oppressed, you know, uh-huh. air quotes oppressed, which, like, what a joke. Right. But I feel like that kind of does get called out subtly in little ways throughout the movie. Like, even at the end, the girlfriend is like, What are you right. about? Like, you literally like the king of the school, and you're like, Woe is me. And then he's like, Well, life sucks. 
drugs and you're like, okay, well, this is mm-hmm. just, you know, entitlement, the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, so, okay. With these middle schoolers, so you're junior high, you're 14. Okay, let's yes. 14, you're going to freshman year. One of them has a car. Oh, uh-huh. I wrote, wow, here's a little kid about to illegally drive a car. Hashtag Goodfellas. Hashtag Karate Kid Style. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Ray Liotta is like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm 11. We drive cars here. Um, but yeah. so he's like, okay, we can get away from scary Ben Affleck because I have a car and I'll drive you. And Mitch and I forget the other like friend's name. So one kid was named Carl, but I okay. have till this day never figured out what the brown haired kid is named. And he reminds me of Ralph Macchio. So I called him Ralph Macchio in my notes, but I know that's it, it's <laughs> okay. not him. It's, it's but, not. Okay. Basically, Carl and Mitch make a beeline to the house. Yes. And the mom comes out with a shotgun before Ben Affleck is about to smack their butts. Honestly, what? That's pretty amazing. I mean, what? I think I think that lady deserves a pat on the back because that's pretty cool. Also, do you know where all this is set? It's in Texas. Yeah. Well, yes. that makes sense, y'all. Yes. I was like, can you imagine like the Jersey version of someone coming out with a shotgun? Like, I just can't. <laughs> see it you know they come out with like a like a thing of salami and be like hey <laughs> i'm sorry that's another soprano i'm so sorry <laughs> jesus Kate. but because of this like embarrassment to ben affleck then that makes him on this crazed path like you embarrassed me with your mom and the shotgun which yeah. like is a little traumatic but you're also like traumatizing these kids that then he's on a mission to like go and take them down and it's horrifying yep He's the worst. And meanwhile, while this traumatic experience is happening, we've got more trauma happening at the school. Right right on the school steps. Don't worry. Uh, All the adults are gone, I suppose. Do you need a permit for the school parking lot to haze the incoming freshmen? Now, they they basically bust over the girls from the junior high school. It could be classified as a kidnapping. I'm not going to lie. Because (laughs) I don't know if all the girls consented to this, but... They're basically like they're given <laughs> they're given pacifiers. So cool. Then they are told to like fall on the ground and Parker Posey. Oh she God. is a crazy person's movie, but we love her. She's a queen and she Ugh. is kind of leading this circuit and she's just kind of yelling at all them. She goes, All right, you freshmen. All right. Yeah. That was pathetic. She's so scary. Oh my god. Oh my god. And they make them propose. Oh, we hate it. To like the, Men. you know, these juniors that will be seniors. And it's just so degrading. And they were like being sexual. Yeah, they were. And the poor kids were like, I haven't had sex ed because I'm in Texas. Literally, I kept thinking this movie doesn't exist with cell phones. Because oh, yeah. this would be on the internet. It should be all over TikTok. We'd already oh. have some GoFundMes. The ACLU oh, yeah. would have been up in here. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. It is not Mm -hmm. happening in cell phone monitoring world. But if this wasn't able to happen, we wouldn't get our love story. And listeners, I said that with a big old quotation mark on my (laughs) fingers because what are we doing? Did Uh, I mean we didn't need it? But basically, the incoming freshman girl, her name is Sabrina, told to propose to Tony, who had a weird sex dream about a neighbor, Ham Lincoln lady. Let's not forget. So he's weirdo. And they, I don't know, like, start to like each other? What? Why? Okay, I do not have kids in a high school age, but I've heard from coworkers and, like, you know, older people in my life, this is the worst age for high schoolers because <sighs> you have kids turning 18, yeah. and then you have kids that are, like, 14, 15, yeah. and they're all together, Ugh, and it is... Statutory! It yeah. is! It's so creepy, and that's essentially yeah. what's happening. She's 14, he's basically for all we know already 18 turning 18 now okay what i will give because he's part of the nerd credit they're not like going and immediately having sex right it's a very wholesome night of like talking making out and like kissing at the end of the night but it's still weird it's still really weird it's still weird and honestly sabrina honey i mean don't put all your eggs in one basket you're about to you know enter a new pond i feel 
feel like there's more fish we could kind of be mingling with and you're mm. kind of settling and he he had a weird dream like there's weird things in that brain so just be careful mm. i don't know i think but you could have done better i think the point of like showing the hazing to these like younger kids and then showing we'll invite you to a party right was the movie's way of saying we're not torturing them forever it's just this like coming of age initiation right. and once it's yeah. gone then they're cool and actually that was very interesting because even scary ben affleck wasn't trying to like beat up mitch once he got past there or parker pose right. parker pose had a drunken moment yeah i don't know if she's gonna remember her words after that because that, that girl was blacked out so Ooh-wee. who knows what happened oh we but kate the big party that's gonna go down we start to see oh. what on folds oh, yikes snap what a train wreck first of all first of all you scrubs are smoking in a room nobody's got a window open homeboy's got like eight windows they're all closed open a window you're in texas it's not cold out come on <laughs> they're not even trying smoking in the room the mom basically comes up and she's like some man is here with kegs of beer did you order these and he's like what kegs of beer <laughs> surprise what Oh, let me go talk to him and then you know the parents are basically like yeah we're gonna not go away for the weekend so you're an idiot also you're smoking weed in your room and we all know it so what are we doing well the thing that made that so funny so first of all the keg guy tried to cover for him he was he like did. he did i he went tried. to the wrong address <laughs> oopsie which i thought it was so funny um, yeah but the funniest part about that was all of the kids thinking the party was going on so oh they God, go to the that. door they go to the door and like the scary that. dad would come out which I don't know about you Kate but I've definitely had that experience where you've gone to a house and you thought it was a party and it was a scary dad no oh the par- oh oh like you thought the parents were away or you <gasps> thought like whatever and the parents were definitely there like we know it's going down and you'd have to like run away <laughs> Yeah, a hundred thousand percent. Like it's just these things happen because kids are dumb yes. and they think they get away with stuff. I love the group of kids that run up to the door thinking like it's a party and they're literally like toking on the front stoop. I was like, guys, get away from the street. Goodness me, like nobody gives a shit. Oh, it's fine. Endless, endless weed. Yep. But this is now we are at a baseball game with the soon-to-be freshman boys. And uh, don't worry, all the friends are on the same team thank god and also don't worry because we have scary gonna be senior hecklers watching the game with threatening paddles are there adults and potentially families and potentially law enforcement around yeah does anyone care (laughs) no (laughs) nobody cares there is no protection literally the coach is like guess you don't want the game to end (laughs) i'm like oh my god this is horrifying the best part of this scene is the friends literally go up to him and the one guy Carl is like hey man you know can you just like go out a different way so you lead them away like they're really just here for you man and then Mitch makes his scrunched up lemon face and you know <laughs> the scene continues but I was like wow your friends suck yeah. they do stink but he takes it he takes yes, it he goes he okay and it worked out well for him because he kind of had the night of his life after that that's true he did but it was filmed in slow motion and the song is no more Mr. Nice Guy. Oh. Like, Alright, it's a little on the nose for me, but I get it. I understand. I felt so uncomfortable watching that scene. Yeah. And his like long hair is like, like flying <laughs> every time his butt gets spanked. Oh. Well, and then Pink, Randy Floyd. Randy Pink Floyd. <laughs> they were like, okay, Randy, where you been? You, you, you gotta get the licks into this kid. And I'm like, this is horrifying. Oh, okay. So yes, this is another question. I don't understand about this hazing dynamic. I would like someone to give me kind of an info session with um, a PowerPoint, a Q&A, <laughs> if you will, because I don't understand. So every going-to-be-senior has to spank each child? Because, like, that's a lot of commitment. It's a lot. I thought it was just, like, as long as somebody hits each one, like, we good. But no, it was like, we all gotta get in there. I was like, this is, like, someone might die. I'm a little worried for the ones who haven't gone through puberty yet. Well, I don't and know what's that's, going on. that, with this movie, that's what doesn't hold up is all the hazing like beating mm-hmm. people stuff but randy is like oh i'm gonna smack you and then he does it and then he's like you want to ride home yeah. and do you want to hang out yeah which he kind of was trying to say like that happened to me you're now done right. you'll do it to someone else like you know 
you got past it. Now you're cool, man. Are you cool, man? Yeah. Randy was definitely like the most level-headed one. Yes. And I feel like they were kind of making him that way to also be like, see, he's kind of like moving away from the football player. Yeah. Aggressive alpha male mentality. And he's a little more like laid back, relaxed. And like he smokes weed and he's friendly and he's like friends with a lot of different people. So I thought it made sense to kind of have him like definitely like that and then he was like yeah man it'd be cool if you like showed up and like you know showed them it didn't like mean anything to you and then like the kid goes and nobody gives a that he's there they're like bitch thank god you're here we missed you i was like what okay i I know i'm like this is some like trauma abuse (laughs) stuff yeah oh it was very stockholm syndrome mitch is like thank god guys i love you all i know you're like bitch are you okay (laughs) he sucks on another lemon you're like mitch mitch blink twice if you need help oh Oh, man but your favorite scene is coming up that you quoted when you referenced this movie. Yes. I had to cut it out of the last episode, but I'll say it now. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is you see the nerds. So it's Tony, one guy whose name is Mike, and then the redhead girl who I think is Cynthia. They're just driving in a car, kind of cruising, doing nothing. I think they had already at this point tried to go to the party and then realized that the parents were home. Yep. So they're driving, and then the guy Mike is basically saying, oh, you know how I was going to go to law school and like, oh, I don't think I want to do that. And blah, blah, blah. And then the one guy, Tony, turns around and he goes, well, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And Mike goes, I want to dance. <laughs> and I just, it's obviously in movie land, it's not a Footloose reference, but it brings me to Footloose. Ooh, it Woo! does. Woo! Part of me was like, listen, I have some friends that are in law school and they all don't like it either. So I think Just maybe say. you like dodged a bullet. Yeah. You should go dance. Go you join go dance. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon in the state over probably is doing gymnastics. <laughs> Just go talk to him. Yeah. You guys can do a little dance montage. It's going to be a great day. And to be honest, we come from the future. TikTok is coming. You're like, you're going to be <laughs> training for this future moment. Oh man. It's so real. But there's a lot of other just kind of like small scenes in here too. So we also have to talk about how there was this like cool arcade oh, pool. So cool. Bar. Now in the 70s, when you're 18, you can drink. So that was also what was kind of bizarre about this is like when they're seniors, a lot of them are 18. A lot of them could like be in a bar. So it was this like bar arcade vibe. Yeah. That kind of for like till them figuring out what to do since this party was busted. They were all hanging out there drinking beers. No, like no no, police, no nothing. And no adults. There was no cover. Everything was free in there. I was like, can I hang out there right now? No, no wristbands, Kate. Can you imagine like the Jersey Shore wristband action? It's open containers. I felt like we were in New Orleans. I didn't know what was going on. Ugh. It looked like a great time. So I was like, wow, what a day. Thank God. And it was either people were hanging out there or you saw people hanging out at like a drive-in fast food place yeah. or whatever it's yes. called. But most people were at this and it was called the Emporium. And this is where we meet Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hi, wow, everyone. he yes. is. A trip. And then he goes, You got a joint? And then Mitch is like, No, man. Or he go or he's like, Do you smoke? Yeah, yeah. And then Mitch is like, No, man. He goes, It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a line where I'm like, I should say that more. Not about the joint or smoking. Just I mean, ask them a question. If they say no, I'll just follow up with, will it be a lot cooler if you did? Okay, mm-hmm. if you're in high school and somebody who graduated comes back to hang out with you, I'm sorry, but there is a little bit of like, this person's kind of a loser. Yeah. But somehow Matthew McConaughey didn't have that interaction. And I think it's right. because he got them all beer. So he yeah. was always like getting them beer. He was always like, he had the money because he had a job because he wasn't in college or he's got the Aerosmith tickets or he's got the car to drive him around like he kind of always had a thing and it was very like sad when you really like take it back but he was kind of cool so then you didn't think about it being sad and he was hitting on all of the girls and his exact line is the 
that's the thing I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. And I threw up in Ew. my mouth. I bet you now being older is like, damn it. I had God, to like, I say so. that line. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> oh, gross. But again, like, this is another thing I think this movie does right. Is similar to the Slater character. I feel like I knew someone who was like that. Who yeah. was a creepy older dude. Yeah. Maybe he was a little attractive, but it was still kind of like, ooh, like, what? Why? So what? creepy. Why aren't you hanging out with people around what's going on and it was just like different like stereotypes but they weren't only period piece stereotypes because there are still people like that now unfortunately there are still stoners like Slater there are still high school jocks who are like macho and I think that's kind of why again this movie is still fun to watch because it does bring you back in weird weird ways but man I wish I could have hung out in Emporium I would have been foosballing all night well and at this point in the scene is you're kind of like alright they're just kind of getting drunk and smoking weed and everyone's trying to like you know talk to everyone trying to figure out what to do you then get reverted to a middle school dance party oh god and I was like no which how <laughs> in the world you're in a school gym talk me through this you go what to the back janitor's closet which was oh, the, big the black light room and there's a makeout room and I'm thinking yeah how is this happening there's literally chaperones well, 10 feet I away it was at the school I think it was at a rec center so it was like a ymca okay but i don't think our ymca has a dark room makeout room so i'm confused who set that up because it was probably a chaperone i'm concerned about it yeah so the two friends (laughs) carl and ralph macchio (laughs) go to get their other friend who i don't remember that kid's name either and they're like yeah this is lame let's leave but then they like don't really have a plan and then they're just wandering around the neighborhood at night so which what? doesn't end well because then the one yeah. kid gets beat up. He gets paddled and it's by Ugh. scary Ben Affleck. And then it kind of only stops because then the group of girls, Connie, and then the younger girl, Sabrina, they like pull up and they're like, yo, like lay off them, whatever. And then it kind of like ends and it's fine. But they have this like conversation about that's middle school. He was like, I'm making out, man. Like what? he's like, but that's middle school girls. Like we're high schoolers mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, really? You're looking forward to getting the crap beat out of you? It sounds terrifying. Exactly. Exactly. And then we kind of cut back and it's back at the Emporium and then Sabrina is now at the Emporium. So Mitch and Sabrina are like, oh my god, we're babies. What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> You're like, okay. We're just well, like That was an error in this movie. Yeah. When you're that age, sure, you could go to the Emporium and the bar, but it doesn't really have everybody because not everybody is like all 18 and they don't have a lot of money so they kind of just want to have that party that they could all hang out together but it's just a lot of downtime it's a lot of downtime it's a lot of driving it's really boring I mean when you're in high school like you're kind of boring you know and they then shoot to the scene where they're busting the mailboxes oh my god and Mitch throws a bowling ball into a car and all of them were like uh you took it too far Mitch (laughs) Mitch gets peer pressure to do a lot of things once he's like like hanging out with them. <laughs> like he gets peer pressured into throwing the bowling ball. He gets peer pressured to being the lookout when they send the one guy Don into the store and Don's like, I'm gonna steal. Mitch be the lookout. And Mitch is like, I don't think that's a good idea. Scrunching <laughs> up lemon. And he's like, do it. And then he does it. And then Mitch gets peer pressured later because the one guy's like, yo, go buy me beer. And then he does. So. Well, and this whole snowball effect oh my is God. what gets the neighbor to come with the gun us the gun yeah and point it in their face to say you kids messed up my mailbox and i'm gonna get you and that's where it escalated i was like okay 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 there's a lot of parents with guns in this movie in texas and they're 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 pointing a lot of kids yeah and there's just a lot of kids doing whatever they want drunk driving being high and driving and i'm terrified and they somehow basically drive away from the scary dude that then keeps shooting at them and then that's it yeah honestly if i lived in this town i don't think i'd go out past dark because <laughs> there's something bad will happen to me. I'll get a garbage can thrown in my face. My car's gonna explode with a bowling ball. It's not gonna be pretty. But I also want to point out the scene where Mitch, you know, then eventually does go to buy the beer. He goes in and who is the store 
clerk talking to, Bridge? Oh, I missed that. Who was it? So the store clerk is talking to a lady and he's like, make sure you eat a green thing every day and drink water. And it's a pregnant lady who is smoking a cigarette and <laughs> buying alcohol. And she is heavily pregnant. And then the guy finishes by going, see you tomorrow night. <laughs> So it's the women who are smoking and drinking liquor that create the Ben Afflicks that beat other kids uh that then turn into adults that point guns at kids. And then we have like the Texas way. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Or they turn into idiot store clerks who are literal (laughs) dipshits because he's like, oh, you're 18, right? Mitch is like, totally. Like, he's like a cracked (laughs) voice through puberty. And he's like, great. All right. Here's all the alcohol. Get out of my face. Okay. So then we get into the like moon tower man we finally got a party spot and you're like thank god yes they're talking they're like yo yo we're all gonna go to the moon tower man kind of like yo 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 i'll go get it set up what a great day and then mitch runs into his middle school friends and they're creeping around the corner they're like well man you buying beer and i'm like well it's oh. easy for him to do y'all can just walk in here now so dude <laughs> apparently that guy doesn't care he doesn't give a shit all right just give him money and they tell him oh our friend they got him and he was like was it ben affleck and he was like yeah and he's like god i hate that guy and he does his lemon face and then <laughs> he's like yo let's get him back and then we have another oceans 11 heist y'all this is a plan there are steps i was scared for them i was like don't do yeah. it i would oh have been a nervous like friend that'd be like i'm not part of this don't yeah. do it it's terrifying wow. there was a lot of moving parts and it even involved mitch dragging in the one girl i think her name was julie that he got introduced to who he ends up like making out with later and her role is to be like oh yo they got this kid Carl and then she says it like near Ben Affleck and he's like Carl oh my god my thirst for blood (laughs) Carl's raging let me go get him and then Ben Affleck literally runs out of the place to go beat up a child Um, horrifying but it's a prank and again I was nervous because I'm like how are you guys gonna know when to drop the paint he's doing like pretend I'm gonna hit you and then he doesn't like you're not even dropping the paint yet like I'm nervous but I'm nervous I'm nervous for Carl I'm, I'm afraid but then it was okay but they nailed it and then everyone hated Ben Affleck and he looked bad and he was mad and then he smashed his paddle Kate I know he's gonna have to go back to woodshop woof make a new one school's cancelled the doors are locked he's gotta wait till September oh geez he can go get a wooden bong and use that instead (laughs) oh my god yeah and then he's gone like we don't see him again he is gone thank Thank god God. I know I know he has a I, I go Ben Affleck has a little oh, fit and leave. Oh, thank God. And everyone's like, we hated that loser. Yep. So then it's just really like now they're getting ready for the party. Yeah. And yeah. oh, there's a scene in here where Matthew McConaughey, I suppose, is just driving around word of mouth style, sharing the news of the party. And he pulls up next to the nerds who are eating at the drive-in and he's talking to the girl and basically hitting on her and he's like yo party at the moon tower and she's like cool he's like better come she's like all right and then he's like you need a ride and she's like literally the driver of the car so she's like no i have a car (laughs) that should have been your first clue he's an idiot and then he goes well you ought to ditch those two geeks in the car right now but we'll worry about that later (laughs) (laughs) oh so he's good he's really good yeah and then she was like smitten and they were like gross and i was like gross he loves redheads and you're like oh god and then they do one more stupid thing that like my i know i'm getting older is they climb the moon tower and i kept thinking someone's (laughs) gonna fall off and die but they didn't they didn't kate it was fine they don't and i love how the two guys are like making fun of mitch and they're like oh man a freshman fell down all and he hit his head on every step of the ladder he only had one beer man how many did you have man and mitch goes four (laughs) dead man you're so dead (laughs) but then they were like bonding right like they were like teaching him like this girl likes you you gotta play it cool right don't show her you like her too much i also love the scene where don was like i want to get beer by the keg and he's like watch this man and he's like 
cops are here and everyone runs and then he goes up to the keg and like gets like first in line i thought that was so funny that reminded me of college i'm like you ever want to get people out of your place you just pretend there's cops and woo it'll be a stampede out of there oh my god how about this serious drunk part well i was gonna say there is a very scary man who goes again zero to a hundred who literally gets mad because the one nerd mike is like wow someone's token which honestly i think i would have said too so like are you gonna punch me in the face because like give it a try i'd like to see it actually don't do that um but still (laughs) don't hurt me i'm just trying to get some beer leave me alone and then that becomes a whole subplot where then mike basically doesn't have a good time the rest of the party because he's like seething and obsessed with this moment where he's like oh i feel so embarrassed like I, i need to hit him i need to hit him and they're like what that's dumb and he's like i've never hit anyone i'm gonna do it and then he does it but he ends up getting the crap beat out of him he does and then afterwards he was like do you think i got my butt kicked and the friend was like no she was (laughs) like very unconvincingly she goes you know people don't remember who won or lost in a fight they just remember the fight and i was like that is the nicest pretty poignant yep slash most honest (laughs) assessment of the situation yeah oh my god but i was talking about the footballer yelling at randy who was like you're not gonna sign the thing man we're gonna need you we could go state we've been working forever for this and i'm like oh my god serious conversations when you're drunk is never a great idea benny was having a lot of emotions he was super butthurt about it i feel like benny needs a better hobby besides beating up kids and making paddles because like woof he's on his way to ben affleck town am i right (laughs) yeah but honestly like this whole party scene it really i think again like what's fun about it is i mean if you were someone who i guess went to parties or whatever like i was like thinking back i'm like yo i've been to parties like this and those are fun where it's just like a whole crap ton of people and like different people mingling there's like random conversations there's one part where (laughs) slater it's like he's like talking he's like that song's about aliens man we're the aliens man and he's like george washington he believes in aliens he was in a cult cult believes in aliens and i was like oh did you invent the x-files because i'm here for this conversation (laughs) keep them coming it's just funny you just kind of see people doing different stuff you see parker posey dancing by herself (laughs) drunkenly in the field amazing oh my god that same alien conversation though they make a really interesting point they're like the 50s it sucked man and that made the 60s rule and right now the 70s and they all looked at each other and they're like the 70s suck and i'm like really because it looks like heaven yeah and then they're like maybe the 80s will rule and i was trying to do the math and i was like well we know 2020 definitely sucked yeah there is no argument about that it doesn't matter where it lands right it sucked so we got to get out of this decade but i think that's another like and it's not like said explicitly throughout this movie but i do think like one of the messages that they're trying to portray is again a lot of these kids are coming up very entitled like they're having such a fun time they're doing cool stuff and most of them are complaining about wow we're bored or like man our life sucks and all that and then i don't think it's ironic that the movie decides to play the song slow ride Mm -hmm. most in the movie and i think it's really supposed to be like yo why don't you just enjoy where you're at right now and not worry about what things could be or where they're going like you just have to like live for right now and like enjoy that and be mindful of it and we're the aliens man i'll tell you that (laughs) yeah man and then there's the most i wanted to see if you and i had this conversation because there was the most older sibling to young sibling conversation where jody goes (laughs) off on mitch and she goes i can't believe you're out this late mom and dad don't care and like you get away with everything i couldn't get away with anything and she goes on and on and on and i was like wow did i do that to katie katie mike's on you did i uh i feel like if it wasn't you it was jimmy because i do remember someone being like i feel like this might have been jimmy i got very heavily accused of having alcohol in the basement when i was like 15 and i had friends over i feel like it was jimmy and he was like you were alcohol i got in trouble and i was like it wasn't (laughs) me oh no Although I did sneak stuff down there a lot. <laughs> so then my there was a like, bar down there. Like, yeah, we kind of, I mean, that house was a, that was a good house for stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you had a but very that, secluded but, basement. So. But okay, so like it's a snapshot in the 70s, but 
there are definitely siblings in yes. 2021 being like, oh man, as the third kid, you had it easier. They were so tough on me as the first kid. And you're like, says every older sibling right. ever. Right. You know, like I thought that was so timeless. <laughs> the other thing is like, they eventually run out of beer, which happens at every one of these parties. Yeah. And Kate, then it gets a little cheesy. They end up back at the football fields. Yeah. I thought that was cheesy. I forget whose idea that was. It was probably Slater, who was like already ripped through like a hundred bongs at this point. <laughs> so I don't even know. But yeah, they go in the 50 and it's Randy, Slater, the guy Don, it's Matthew McConaughey, and then it's the girl Siobhan is kind of hanging with Don, and then it's Randy's girlfriend. This is the only other time Randy actually hangs out with his girlfriend. Oh, and by the way, he cheated on her two scenes earlier oh, with yeah. Johnny Conehead in the woods. And I think her name is Simone. Yeah. And they're all just kind of smoking and then they're making fun of football, so... Oh my god. Cool. Kate, I wrote, this is like a drunken version of Remember the Titans. <laughs> oh no, I, I did think of Remember the Titans. I was like, what would Coach Boone say to this right now? He'd give you a motivational speech my- in the woods. <laughs> mm. My daddy doesn't speak like that. My daddy, oh. <laughs> my daddy smoked a lot of weed and my mama left it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. god. But yeah. they, they just like, I don't know, they were like acting like the coach yelled at them so much. And you're right. It's this total entitlement that. Oh my God. I think it was Simone that was like, what? Like you mentioned earlier, like, yeah. are you guys for real? You're like, you rule the school. Life is so easy for you. Like, get out of here. And then literally, like, this is talk about some white privilege. Then the cops come. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're fine. They're absolutely fine. They yeah. don't get in trouble. They're oh high. They're drunk. They're underage. They're, <laughs> they're, uh, trespassing property. Breaking and entering. Yeah. The coach gets called and the coach is like, good thing the cops called me. I'm like, why did we call their parent? Why did we call the cop? What's I, happening? I, oh, I yeah, know. I hate all of it. It was dumb. And then the coach is like, I see you hanging out with those losers and you have to hang out with those other losers who I like better and don't smoke weed. And then Ugh. he crumples the paper and throws it in his coach's face. And I was like, dang. Yeah, that, that was definitely and then don who is the only football player that i could see him staying friends with because yes. he goes that's it yeah and you're done with football and it was like yeah he's like all right yeah. okay i was like <laughs> anyway. that's don's cool don's like insane but he's cool don got cooler throughout the movie yes he did he was, yes know, he did a little too much in the beginning but yes and then it ends and they are off to buy aerosmith tickets and we hear again slow ride take it easy <laughs> Woo! Oh no 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 no! We we though we take a snapshot to Mitch with oh, Julie right. <laughs> ending oh, the right. best night of his life, and he oh, tries boy. to sneak in the house, and it's morning at this point, yeah. and his mom kind of to his older sister's like prediction is like, all right, this is your first get out of jail free card. Hope yeah. it was worth it. And I'm like, that's a cool mom move. That was a cool mom move because like they're gonna do it anyway, so you kind of want to be like, hey, I'm not like always gonna be cool, but. But I'm not yeah. like an idiot. I understand you guys all drink and do crazy stuff. Yeah. But so much driving. Like my ending is like, and the story ends with driving. This whole movie was driving. All we did was drive. <laughs> that could be another part of the drinking game. Take a sip every time we're in a car. <laughs> oh my God. Then you're all dead. Oh so my God. It was worth it. Woo. Okay. That was a lot. We were dazed, confused, and driving. Woo. All right. So Bridge, I got to ask, would you watch it or don't? Don't watch it for this movie. Definitely watch it. Yeah. However, the hazing, bullying part. Eh. I agree. I would definitely watch it. I think this is a movie that I couldn't see a middle schooler enjoying this because I don't no. think they would be able to relate to some of no, this. Totally. And not even just the hazing parts, just like the other parts. So I feel like it's something that like in later in high school and in college, like I feel like that's me. I think I first watched this movie. I was like late in high school mm-hmm. or early college. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, I do not have a quote for this movie, but I will tell you that I I went for the attempt. The question I was going to ask him, if he allowed me, I was going to literally bum rush him and be like, all right, dad, our movie's days are confused. It's about a bunch of potheads. Bridge and I would like to know, have you ever smoked weed before? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I wish you we, did. We all know what 
the answer would be, but, you know, it'd be funny Wait, to hear him say what do you it. think the answer would be? Oh, I think it would be absolutely. So, I don't. Really? Yeah, I think Dad would definitely say, I wasn't those fruity hippies. Like, I think he kind of was more Ugh. of a grease lightning. I stick to booze and cigarettes, and I didn't, like, jump into weed. Do you know who I think has smoked weed? Mom. Definitely mom. Guitar, yeah. like, flower child. Definitely. Yeah. Which I would love to get both of them to smoke weed now. I mean, how much fun would that be? Imagine serving your Italian dinner after that. <laughs> They'd love I it. I would have had to have more food, I'll tell you that. Dad would be like, what, this is so. great. Oh my god, I love it. All right, well, Bridge, I have our next movie. So this is a very different genre. Oh. And a very different year. Uh, although, although I will say this is, I wanted to do this for two reasons. Number one, it is relevant to summer. So oh. similar to Days of Confused, it gives you nice. kind of that, <laughs> that summer feel. And I, you're going to be a little uh, maybe mortified when I tell you where, where we're going with this. But number two reason I want to pick this is because this is a fan pick. <gasps> this was a movie Whee! requested by Daniel. Oh. And Daniel did the correct steps. Daniel, good job, sir. He went but, on our website. He filled out the form. Daniel didn't really give us a lot of words. He was very to the point. He's a no-nonsense kind of guy. Is this Daniel's son? The one and I only. Think, <laughs> I don't think this is da- Daniel's son. If this is you, give us a sign. Because I dream of that happening. Get you on the podcast. M- Mr. Miyagi's like, I would like a movie from you two. Uh, love Mr. Miyagi. No, I, don't, I don't think it is. So, yeah, he didn't really elaborate much. Wow. Um, but I can certainly elaborate on this movie because this is a good run. And, oh my god, I'm dying at this oh, right. rating. This movie is rated PG. What? Oh, I'm dying at the description. This movie is described as an adventure thriller. Okay. <laughs> what okay. year? What year? Oh, we're, we're going back. This might be one of the earliest movies we've ever done. This is 1975. Whoa. This is a very iconic movie. I know you've seen it, even though you do not enjoy this genre. Oh, this is, no. in my opinion, it's a summer movie, but it might make you a little afraid to actually celebrate summer when you watch it. <laughs> this is a movie Scary. about a killer. Shh. Shark. Dun dun. Oh. Dun dun. Rich, we're watching Jaws. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. This might traumatize me because I have been <laughs> swimming in the lake. Okay, Bridget, there's no sharks in there. I, I know, but what happens is you're there all alone. It's the morning and you're like, there's no sharks. There's no sharks. But you know there's some weirdo Betty White no! somewhere on the coast and she's feeding some sharks and they're about to eat me and I'm going to watch this movie and die. Okay, well, your demise won't come from a shark in the lake, but maybe there's an alligator. I don't know. Oh um, my. This is a great pick. I Are really- you going to be able to swim in the ocean because it's much more realistic for you. Oh my god, no, I love this movie. I watch this, I think, every summer. I'll watch it at least once. It doesn't phase me in all honesty, although when we go do this episode, I will tell you what the scariest scene is. Also, this was based on a book, and I did read this book. I read the book maybe like four or three years ago, and I remember some of it, so I'm ready to be educated, Kate. some stuff we could talk there are definitely some differences but this is such a good movie steven spielberg we got what's his name roy schneider we got robert shaw we got richard dreyfus <laughs> and that's kind of all we care about so woo! Uh, and the shark and the shark the shark Rich. is named bruce well wasn't that in our area in jersey that this was inspired by yeah it was based off of the shark attack i think in I want to say Manasquan because wow. that's where it kind of turns into the bay, like a, the, the bay, bay yeah. to the ocean. Yes. Yep, wow. yep, yep. Yup. Oh me, oh my. Woo! Well, listen, Kate. Rich, you got a joint? <laughs> No. <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> no, Kate, I wanted to tell you yes. that if you wanted to have a huge party yeah. celebrating the end of your junior year oh. and mom and dad were going away and the kegs got delivered too early and you're about oh. to be busted, 
I would totally take the blame. Oh, thanks, Bridge. Wow. Honestly, I feel like our parents would still be like, we're leaving. Bye. <laughs> like, 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 I don't give a crap about you. Bye. I don't want to deal with I'm not paying for this. So I got to go. So. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and Bridge, I just want to say, if you were a former football player and (laughs) your coach was harassing you and peer pressuring you and your scary football friends were also doing that and you had fun stoner friends who were not scary i would say hey man they're cool those (laughs) those guys hang out with them And that'd be my thanks, advice. Kate. So. Thanks, Kate. I bet yeah. you'd hang out with that cool teacher talking about how uh, these guys didn't want to pay taxes. <laughs> that was the most oh. time of my life. <laughs> so, that's a great line. I got to work that in somewhere. And, oh, boy. Well, and listeners, if you also um, hate scary football players and love the deep conversations that can be had when we partake in weed and Lots if of weed. you love liberal bad right. women teachers who call out bullshit right. that is still relevant today. Hey! You should write us a review. <laughs> Boy. Boy, do we love reviews. And we you can review them. us on Apple Podcasts. There are other podcasting apps that will allow you to leave a review, so that would be great, too. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. And if you would like to be like our next fan pick, Daniel, Danielson, you can go and request a movie. You go on our main page scroll down there is a form you can fill out we have a list of requests so obviously we are kind of going through sometimes we kind of do our own thing but we will get to you because we love you guys and we appreciate when you guys come and give us feedback whether it's an email or whatever if you want to email us sisters who seen it at gmail.com and bridge what else can they do on our website they can buy us coffee and i'll Whoa. tell you with this list we're gonna need a lot of coffee to go through all these picks yeah the list is growing and you know i think as everyone who listens knows most of the coffee will go to katie since she's doing all the editing (laughs) however i don't know it's summertime we're staying out longer things are getting crazier who doesn't need coffee I don't know what I'm saying at this point. All right, all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> That's what you sound like. <laughs> Did I have weed? What happened? Oh, Was I no. smoking? What's oh, going on? Oh, boy. Oh, we're, all, man. we're all hot boxed up in here. It's summer. <laughs> we're having a, having a great Katie time Katie and here. I are driving right now. Where? <laughs> to nowhere. To the moon tower. We're taking a slow ride. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so all of that, listeners, check that out. And yeah, we hope to hear from you. We love you. We love you. Kate, I love you, too. I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay, love you. <laughs> love you so much. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.